0: Good morning, good morning. Thank you Lord for this beautiful day. And thank all of you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday we have faith and hope journey where we share struggles, people oriented problems, circumstances, and we look to the Lord for our healing, for our rescue, and for deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit where we share the Word of God, the most important book you could ever read. The Word of God is vital information for your eternal future because it is inspired by God. God breathed His personal message to each of us. The Word of God is an effective defensive weapon against the attacks of our enemies, the spiritual battles that we face each day. We wouldn't even know about Jesus or the salvation message had it not been for the Word of God. Well, today's topic is, Share Your New Beginning. I thought of this topic because spring. Spring is like a new beginning, isn't it? With flowers, trees, and all vegetation with a fresh start after the winter. But new beginning could be applicable to other things. I can identify with new beginnings in several contexts. I'm sure you can resonate. For instance, release of old bad habits or addictions. It was January 10, 2001, that I quit smoking. 22 years now. My lungs feel good. (laughs) That happened after being a -a two-pack-a-day smoker since my teens. I had made several previous attempts to quit, but I was only able to quit during the periods that I was pregnant both times. And then what did I do? I went right back to it. The that alone was the hardest bad habit and addiction for nicotine that I've ever had to deal with. But I did not face it alone. I prayed to the Lord through it. I learned leaned on him and I learned from him. Now, I'm smoke-free and my lungs do enjoy the health that goes with it. Maybe you're beginning a new relationship, but you have many fears and doubts. Maybe because you have a history of abuse. So commitment and trust are hard to do. Please don't allow yourself to let the past ruin your future. Many of us find ourselves stuck in the past, but we must move on in order to allow great things to happen. In Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19, the Lord said this, But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Well, maybe you've lost hope in a project or a business and you're thinking of giving up. You need encouragement for a new beginning. I can seriously relate to that. I've been doing this Turn to God with and podcast with weekly episodes for several years now. I believe God called me to do this, and He gives me messages to share. Therefore, I cannot let myself look at the numbers of viewers, or I may be discouraged. And I write books I believe that God called me to do this as well and much of the time I share my testimony which could be a cautionary tale as well as encouragement. I cannot afford to look closely at the dollar amounts or I would be tempted to give up. The Lord assures us that we each have a unique purpose in life and in doing that calling we have the ability to do it and in peace. I know that if I am fulfilling the calling that God has given me, it will be effective. It will successfully reach those who need it. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, the Lord says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In another translation, it says, I know what I'm doing, I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. Also, I find encouragement in Job 8, verses 5-7, through but if you pray to God and seek the favor of the Almighty, and if you are pure and live with integrity, He will surely rise up and restore your happy home, and though you started with little, you will end with much. Yes, I faithfully and patiently pray to God for His guidance and favor, particularly in the areas I believe that He has assigned to me for me to do. I know not to give up. I must believe my message will reach someone and they will benefit from it. They will find encouragement. Maybe as far as new beginnings go, you have an illness that has gone on too long and your hope needs renewed. You need a new beginning of hope. My lower back was in critical condition in 2015 and I received major surgery involving fusion and titanium. Yes I knew that in a twinkling God could have healed me but I needed to go through that journey and He did heal me although it required me to have patient faith for the year of recovery. Then I went through 2021 and 2022 with severe nerve pain in my neck. I remained with patient faith as I prayed, and many others prayed for me, and the Lord absolutely healed me. I did not receive the major surgery that doctors prescribed. Instead, I experienced his miraculous healing. Notice the heavy necklace I'm wearing now. I wouldn't have been able to do that just months ago. Miracles happen when we believe. My favorite scripture is Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. In fact I sing to it, but I won't bother you with that today. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Here's another passage, Malachi four two in the message, the Lord speaking. But for you, sunrise, the sun of righteousness, will dawn on those who honor my name, healing radiating from its wings. You will be bursting with energy like colts, frisky and frolicking. Doesn't that sound wonderful? But if you know you've not been living the life you should, and it's time to rededicate or renew your vows, well, that would be a new beginning, wouldn't it? And that realization suddenly happened to me one day. What did I do? How did I respond? Well, I've been a believer, a follower of Jesus since he saved me on February 9 1975. But my journey was often full of distractions, failures, and suffering. I'll be talking about that, that in the next episode entitled Sanctification It's a Process. Well, listen next week to my testimony of those wilderness years. But the ultimate new beginning is to make that decision for the Lord. That is the ultimate new beginning for each and every person. I'll share with you my testimony. Yours may be different, but I encourage you to share your testimony with others. It will encourage them to come to Jesus. Well, my life began in child abuse, and right after high school, I married into a terribly dysfunctional and toxic environment. We both came from broken homes and I didn't we didn't know what a loving relationship should look like. Well, meanwhile my sister had become a believer and she kept inviting me to come to church until one Sunday. One Sunday morning I just woke up and decided I wanted to go somewhere alone without my son which is unusual so my husband watched him he assumed that I was going to church because I was dressed up so I grabbed my Bible actually I didn't have a clue where I wanted to go I was just restless knowing I needed to go somewhere well it didn't take long for me to realize that not much happens on a Sunday morning other than going to a church so I went to my sister's house and asked her if she was going to church and she was so eager to take me to church. She had been asking me for a long time. So we went to an old country church where the preacher yelled and screamed from the pulpit that all sinners must repent or they were forever lost. Well, in the, in that old country church atmosphere, it was typical for them to scream out hellfire and brimstone. <laughs> and when we got to the singing part, I noticed that People were coming to those who were not singing and dragging them up to the pulpit. So I sang heartily to avoid being pulled to the front. Then they began to sing, I walked through the garden alone. Well, I got emotional. That was my mother's favorite. I cried. I felt Jesus' presence encouraging me. I felt Jesus present and encouraging me. But at the same time, the devil presented to me reasons not to turn to God. Finally, the devil asked, What God would let you suffer as a child? What God would let your baby brother suffer? That sounds like logic and reasoning. But Jesus said, I was there. I was with you through it all. And I looked at it. Absolutely, that's true because I wouldn't be alive today had it not been for Jesus intervening time and time again. He rescued me over and over, even while I was not a believer, even while I was a sinner. I knew it was true. Otherwise, I would not have made it. And I rushed to the front to make my dedication for Christ. And the next week, I was baptized. After baptism, I returned to the congregation, and I felt the Holy Spirit hugging me, and he whispered in my ear, see, I remembered you. And suddenly, I flashed back to the days on my grandfather's farm when I would dance and stomp around, singing an old song, sarcastically, do Lord, do Lord, do remember me. <laughs> they certainly did remember me. For several years, I was so happy in the Lord, basking in Him, reading the Word, and praying that I did not even notice that nothing else in my toxic relationship had changed at all. My focus had, was clearly on Jesus, not on the ugly stuff that was happening around me, even within my own home. The rest of the story I've saved for next week. But we need to focus on the Lord, focus on the Lord. In a world of chaos and evilness. Anyway, I love sharing the testimony of coming to Jesus. And I hope that you will share the good news of Jesus to someone. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess our sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, or joy. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and He tells us that in John fourteen six. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, His Son. How do we come to Him? Well, it's this simple. Open our heart, open our mind, and open our mouth. Yes, say it out loud. Your repentance, your belief in Jesus, accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Do you believe the Scripture, John three sixteen? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus came to earth to suffer on the cross, to pay for your sins, and that He arose on the third day? I encourage you to turn your life over to Him, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and your life will never be the same, and the Lord will be with you through eternity. Hmm. The Holy Spirit is with me now, and I praise you, Lord. Thank you. Well, I hope that sharing my decision for Christ and how he changed me into a new creature in Christ will encourage you to turn to him and to become his believer, his follower, so you can proclaim your precious new beginning, the ultimate new beginning with Jesus. Hmm. You are his precious child. Well, thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen. I hope you'll watch and listen to all Monday and Wednesday episodes. You can share your suggestions and comments on the contact page of my website. That's KarenJaneCasey.com. And when you go there, you'll see my books, blogs, resource material. So I just want to say this. If any of my books or my episodes have brought you hope for healing encouragement in some way a positive stand towards the Lord please let me know it thank you for spending your time with me today blessings to you